You're listening to MOG Channel. guys welcome to my podcast this is mog channel where we help you to see real and practical christianity from god's word if you're new here welcome if you're returning welcome back today we're going to be talking about church stuff why because today is sunday so i'm feeling very very churchy so today's topic or subject is going to be around that okay so i've been thinking about something and i'm sure you've seen this text of scripture that says that there is this treasure in earthen vessels second corinthians chapter 4 verse 7 but we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power of god or the power may be of god and not of us and so it says there's treasure in earthen vessels now really what i want to talk about today is the perception we should have about church folk right so i mean if you listen to this the chances are that you have been in church before around brethren and all those things now in church it's so easy to how i put it put people in compartments and to just keep it right this thing they're like ah, that sister hound is too much that brother always talking too much that one the gossip that one is a cheater i can't trust this one i can't trust that one like church is a place where you're going to meet different people from all walks of life and one thing i find that reoccurs a whole lot is that we tend to um how i put it we tend to see a lot of hypocrisy in people in church because you're like ah, this one's that people church people are fake they are fake they are fake you get i remember um being somewhere i traveled out and i spoke to a lady at a kind of um, restaurant and was t- talking to her and ministered to her and she was saying how she's not been to church in a long time because church people were fake and this and that and i had to explain to her that man look church is a hospital church is not a place for perfect people you see that even the pastor himself is not perfect no one is perfect and so there is this perception that has to go there's this mindset that just has to die that you are going to church to meet perfect people you are going to meet church go to church that to beat people that should not annoy you they shouldn't piss you off they shouldn't steal your money they shouldn't do anything to you they should just be bam you get there are some things that you can do in church that will help you when you're dealing with them for example when it comes to money because we also know that in church as i said it's a hospital so there are people there that are with malicious intention there are people there that man you can't trust but at the same time you can love them you can't trust them but you can love them but there are things you can do small small things you can do to make sure that you are still like how like whole enough to love them for example when it comes to money when church members ask you for money don't give a church member money you cannot let go of that is if they ask you for money for anything transport food um or bills rent whatever it is don't give a person money that you cannot let go of that is money that if the person doesn't give you back you have to not start pounding if you just don't give them that do you understand just so you can keep a cordial relationship saying no is still godly <laughs> it's not ungodly you understand but then i want you to know that god sees these people differently god sees his church differently the people in church god sees them very differently including you do you understand there is a text of scripture that says no we no man that should be second corinthians after the flesh after the flesh and 
it's a very profound scripture. It was talking about Christ. That's 2 Corinthians 5, verse 16. Wherefore, death, wherefore, henceforth, know we no man after the flesh. Yea, though we have known Christ after the flesh, we now henceforth know him no more. So, we don't know him after the flesh. After, you know, the body you get. After the physical, we look at him from the spiritual. You get. Now, might I say that you should also employ this when it comes to believers. We shouldn't know men after the flesh. Fellow believers, you shouldn't know them after the flesh. You shouldn't know them based on how you see them with their imperfections. You should know them according to what they can be in Christ. Because you need to realize something about Jesus Christ or the Lord. When he died for you, he didn't die for you for what you were. He died for you for what you could become. Mm, let me say that again. You know, some spoken word stuff. Let me just. He didn't die for you for what you were. He died for you for what you were. You could become. Do you understand? Bible says, "For the joy set before him, endured the cross." It wasn't enough to just die for you for in your sins. Of course, he died for you while you were yet sinners. He died. But what was the goal? The goal was to bring you into glory. The goal was to make you like him. The goal was to put his spirit in you. Do you understand? And make you, you walk in his status. The goal was to make you like him. To make you in his image. That was the goal. So, he died for you because he knew that you could become something else. And the truth is that if you're born again, you have become like him. Do you understand? But then, maybe not like him in expression. And that's the problem. Many times we go to church and we see people all over the place. And I mean, uh, this one, I remember back in those days, it was as if the impression we had in our minds is that when someone falls under the power, like if you lay hands on a person, go under the power, bah, ah, that person's spiritual alone. And then the person should wake up a new person. No issues, no problems, nothing, be holy and everything. I remember being back in university and then uh, one. Uh, one of my is it classmates or roommates sorry flatmates came to meet me there's this particular girl like that that we used to come around and everything I was our friend and it's like <laughs> so he was telling me about the girl that on, they went to church that Sunday and the girl went out the power go and she rode 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 he said but the girl still came to meet him at night I think they did stuff and everything and he was like say say me I will never ever I will never that, that girl she's disappointed the guy was feeling one kind because he thought the girl would just turn a new leaf overnight but she still came to him for the cravings of the flesh and I had to explain I said my guy what it's just power I don't know how people see the power it's just power that thing there are instances where that happens where the power of God hits a person and the you know something happens to the person there something happens the person gets up and makes a decision and everything turns around we've seen such things but in many cases nope it's just it's power <laughs> you get for example the power of god fell on the person for healing the person gets healed and gets up that's do you get i'm just trying to explain something concept it's it's dynamic it can change you get but the point of it is that god sees us as treasure God sees us as treasure, right? He says there's this treasure in earthen vessels, right? That treasure is the spirit of God in us. Do you understand? But then because God God has invested himself into us, he sees us as treasure. You understand? There's this text of scripture that says, um, man, I didn't plan for some of these scriptures that just pop into my head, but man, that's just the Lord, right? So there's this uh, Bible verse about a certain man who found a treasure you know in the field he found this treasure in, f- in the field and then what does he do he he goes he buries the treasure back and then goes sells all he has 
you get to come back and buy this field that should be matthew chapter 13 verse 44 again the kingdom of heaven is like unto treasure hidden in the field the which when a man has found he hides and for joy therefore goes and sells all he has and buys that field now i've seen this text interpreted two different ways one is that you are the one who goes to buy the treasure which is the you know the kingdom you sell all you have to get the hidden treasure you understand but there's another rendition of it and there are reasons why both parties say it like that and one day we'll debate on which one is which but then there's another rendition i heard um, a friend of mine you know give of this text and it really blessed me when he says the kingdom of heaven is like unto treasure hidden in the field the treasure would be us right for the joy said before him he endured the cross hidden in a field in which when a man has found he hides and for joy therefore goes and sells all he has and buys the field the question is who did it cost everything when it came to our salvation it's christ so that seems to fit more with this in the sense that we are that treasure that's so valuable that he actually goes think about this he finds treasure you get he doesn't own the treasure it's on someone's field and that's law basically it's on someone's field it's not yours because the field is not yours to get the treasure you have to buy the field do you understand aha so what does he do goes back sells everything he has because he can't really afford to just buy it he sells everything he has to buy the field because of the treasure he found in the field it cost the lord his life you understand so i want you to notice something that every single person you see in church has the price of christ's blood on him that is christ's life is the price that was paid to purchase him into god's kingdom if you think about that then it should make you treat that person differently you know if you think about that's how god sees us every day and god treats us differently every single because of this one thing when he looks at us he sees jesus the value of a person is christ the value of a soul is christ the value of a person who is born again is christ we have that same value you get so when you go to church the application of it is simple rather than go there with the suspicious you know eye for auntie margaret or you know the judgmental view for gossip grace or whatever you understand rather than go with that kind of perception or that mindset why don't you go with grace why don't you go with love in your heart why don't you go with forgiveness why don't you see, choose to see them out that these are like diamonds do you get but diamonds in the rough how do you find diamonds diamonds are found in death they are found in that is if you see where they are found mining them is no joke they are found in death same thing with gold and all those things precious stones are found in death they don't just stay on their own in clean environments the things you see in movies or in, in shops jewelry stores are refined products they've been taken washed that is the death has been broken off they've been refined even the diamond itself right the diamond itself if we give you a diamond in the rough it's not fine they usually cut them they cut those diamonds and they cut and diamonds are extremely hard you have to cut them with lasers so or diamonds themselves dim- lasers or diamonds but the point of it is that they are refined so you are looking when you go to church you are not looking for perfect people you are not perfect either do you understand rather you should see them for their potential see them for what they can become you get what i'm saying i was at a service i think yesterday and I mean, there are people I know who are like, uh, when you look at them, these people are they're, they're, they're carnal. They are just there. You get, they are not, they are not, they don't look, do you get, they, they are baby Christians and everything. And so you can tend to just mm, shift. But then 
yesterday I was there in the meeting and the power of God fell on one of these people. Fell, several of them fell on them all over the place and they began to prophesy. There was one particular lady who began to just sing his song, has never done it before. The power of God came on her. She began to sing in the spirit, just sing, sing. On a different road, just sing and sing and sing and sing and sing and she was prophesying with song. Beautiful stuff. And I was just like, oh, you know, just there looking. And I'm like, you know, this is it. This is the end goal. This is like, this is what, this is potential. Do you understand? This is what he created them to be. You get, they can be like this. So, rather than you, a mature Christian, always looking at how carnal people are, how um, annoying they are, how whatever, you got complaining. Rather, why don't you choose to see them the way Jesus sees them? Choose to help develop some of those people. Take some of them aside. Since you've grown so much in the Lord, take one or two of them aside and begin to help them. Begin to ask them questions. You understand? Oh, what did pastor teach and everything? How are you doing? You get, how? what's going on in your life? These small things you do will make eternal changes, will make eternal impact. You get these little things you do to choose to be more involved in the lives of people rather than just judging them from afar and helping them to grow okay you know what read this verse think on it okay take this assignment okay you know let's pray a bit together all those things it will do a lot to help other believers stand and so the point is that if more believers who are who are more grown the lord do this in the church i think that more young upcoming ones will actually you get start getting stronger rather than just look at them and you know criticize them basically i don't want to be going over and over again i'm just going to read one or two texts again and i think that's going to be wonderful acts 2020 take heed unto yourselves and to all the flock over which the holy ghost has made you overseers to feed the church of god which he has what purchased with his own blood are you seeing that these are people that Christ has purchased with his own blood. So treat them the way you would treat Christ. Do you understand? Love them. Jesus told Peter, he said, do you love me? He said, yes. He said, feed my sheep, feed my flock. If you love the Lord, you will help them grow. You understand what I'm saying? If you love the Lord, you will help them grow. And that basically is it. Feed the flock, help them. Do you understand? And if you are Nepoyos and you are, listen to me, you are a baby yourself, and everything baby just means that you have not grown and there are ways to know if you've grown anyway you can always seek help from people in church who have grown and say could you help me could you train me could you mentor me and everything okay guys that's it for today sunday sunday things god bless you go to church if lockdown has ended for you guys please go to church if you've not please pay attention or if it hasn't please pay attention turn on your tv do your live stream and be there don't be holding indomie noodles in between your laps while hearing the word of god okay glory to god guys take care i'll see you guys tomorrow bye bye if this blessed you or you want to say hi or you have a question you can head over to my instagram that's pst.sen pst.essien see you there